0: Would you pray with me? God of life and light, be known to us through your Son Jesus, who is resurrection and life. In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Where have you seen signs of the resurrection? This has been the question of the last couple of weeks. Mother Hannah asked it of me when we spoke on her podcast on Wednesday. And that afternoon after Mother Hannah and I spoke, it was the question given to panelists who spoke to me and a group of colleagues. It was a question given to the presenters to frame their presentations. Where have you seen the resurrection? Our gospel this morning invites us to ponder the same matter. Jesus Praise to the Father in the hearing of his disciples at the Last Supper and lifts up the provision and the promise of eternal life. This is eternal life, he said, that those whom you have given me may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Here, as the Easter season accelerates toward the Feast of Pentecost, we abide in the hope of eternal life, celebrating God's gift and the Church's hope, life eternal, life abundant, meant for all. The Church invites us to enter into resurrection, not just as some distant promise, but as the manifestation of God's glory and the redemption of human life here and now. Where have you seen signs of resurrection? This is a challenging question in the best of times, and you may have noticed that these are not the best of times. When the world turns painful and cruel, and discord suffering and death envelop us, conjuring images of resurrection feels like grabbing hold of a cloud. We stretch our imagination and try to take hold of the joy, beauty, and hope that is life. But when we open our fingers, we find our hands empty life seems the antithesis of death with signs of dying all around us telling stories of little life victories lands on the ear like lipstick on a pig strikes the eye underneath I can still see the pig wouldn't signs of resurrection erase the power of our mortal enemy and shine like the sun in a cloudless sky? If so, resurrection feels impossible in pandemic. One of our panelists on Wednesday transformed this elusive mist into solid flesh. Where do I see resurrection, she asked. I cannot say where I see resurrection until I tell you where I meet the crucified." Her words struck like iron on flint, sparking my imagination, sparking realization. The speaker, the Reverend Sarah Monroe, is a founder and director of Chaplains of the Harbor, a ministry to the homeless the poor, the addicted, the jailed, and the recovering in Southwest Washington State. The team of 11 chaplains of the harbor, some lay, other clergy, some formerly homeless or addicted themselves, seek to build a freedom church of the poor, they say, by pastoring, organizing, and empowering the leadership of poor people in Grays Harbor County, Washington. Monroe described her people, crushed by joblessness and excluded from opportunity long before the pandem- pandemic hit, living with isolating disabilities and without access to health care, castoffs who sought solace and relief and found addiction to heroin. Native people and young adults, veterans and parents, homeless, jobless, landless. We might say wounded, oppressed and afflicted, stricken and crushed with pain, just as the the prophet Isaiah described the suffering servant. Like Jesus, their bodies are broken and spit upon. They are not free to live without the constant reminder that they are vulnerable, weak, and subject to defeat by the principalities and powers of this age. They are the crucified living among us. Jesus in his suffering and death stands in solidarity with them his cruel and ugly defeat on the cross a victim of the worst human impulses signaled defeat according to the measures laid out by rulers philosophers and thinkers yet as Jesus says earlier in John's gospel speaking to Nicodemus Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. We love to think of Jesus lifted up, glorified and kingly, exalted to God's right hand to rule from heaven. The one we love, revealed God's glory most profoundly, however, in being lifted up to his death. The cross, whatever it demonstrates in human thinking, the cross marks God's victory. James Cone, the American theologian and voice of black liberation theology wrote, The cross is a paradoxical religious symbol because it inverts the world's value system with the news that hope comes by way of defeat, that suffering and death do not have the last word, that the last shall be first and the first last. Sarah Sarah Monroe, the harbor chaplain went on, Telling how meeting the crucified prepared her for the moment's revealing resurrection. An addict who got clean so that she can care for her infant. A former inmate who began farming to feed himself and his neighbors. The disenfranchised standing together to advocate before a judge for their own rights because their priest and chaplain had been present with them in their struggles and suffering, because she has advocated for them and with them and invited them to serve one another in their times of need. She is also there to witness moments of new life, signs of resurrection. Like Jesus in the upper room, or at the fish camp on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, the resurrected can surprise us, moments of profound life emerging out of the pain of death. We see signs of Christ's resurrection in our own lives, on our own streets and in relationships and events and people when we enter unflinchingly the grief, loss, and defeat that marks Christ's crucifixion. The challenge in recognizing resurrection arises from our rejection of death. We hear resurrection and we imagine life with beauty, peace, joy, and comfort. Life without suffering, life without dying. We may even hear Jesus' words and conclude that that is the sort of eternal life Jesus offers. But he invites us to abide with him and listen and watch and walk with him more closely. Jesus prays to the Father and says, you have given your son authority over all people to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Eternal life is knowing the true God. Eternal life is knowing and living with Jesus who went willingly to death, who experienced suffering and defeat, and whom God raised from that death into new life. We cannot know Jesus without seeing the cross for what it is, the means of torture and a shameful death, and the ultimate sign of of God's triumph over death. The life Jesus offers is life that only comes through death. We know him by his wounds. We know him through the wounded ones around us. We encounter his love by acknowledging our own woundedness and suffering. When we serve the crucified in this world, Jesus is glorified in us. These are not the best of times, if what we seek is the illusion that we can have life without death and freedom without cost. But if we seek Jesus, who offers eternal life, we need only ask God to open our eyes and our hearts and our hands to their suffering. With them and in them God shows us signs of resurrection. The wounded are healed and we are made whole. The oppressed are broke and broken are brought to new life. Life raised from suffering and death. Life eternal meant for you, for me, for all. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen.